0: I'm trying to get to sleep on the eve of my birthday after having an argument with my ex-girlfriend following my 7,500 new Taiwanese dollar sushi dinner. At that price, the place didn't even have one Michelin star. But it was a last-minute decision, and sushi has become all the rage here in Taiwan. And getting into a quality place is near impossible. I called the establishment and asked if there were any available seats at this sub Michelin par bar. They told me they would have a seat, but I would have to come early, as they were no doubt fully booked but for the one seat they could squeeze me into. I packed my sack and I headed out. I decided that the metro would be too slow, so I flashed a 1,000 new Taiwanese dollar bill in front of a taxi and asked if he had the change before I would get in. Muffled through the window, he said, Okay, okay. And I jumped in the back. We affixed our location, and then he confessed to me that he didn't have the change. And I yelled at him, explaining that he had told me that he had the change before I got in. I began to exit the cab, imagining that I might as well take the metro at this point, rather than running around Taipei trying to get change for a three-minute cab ride. But he grabbed my 1,000 new Taiwanese dollar bill and ran into a nearby 7-Eleven for the change. I felt bad while he was gone. Was I too harsh with him, too hasty? Maybe business dealings here weren't as slimy as they were in Delhi or Mexico City. Maybe he just didn't see me flashing the bill. Maybe he didn't have a worry in the world and just told me to come in whatever because getting change in Taipei just wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe this man was truly happy. I apologized to the cabbie when he jumped back in with the exact change, saying that my time in Delhi had made me rough and callous. He was one of those guys who could never hold a grudge, and in fact, I think he liked me. When I got to the restaurant, I was the only person sitting at the bar. Save for the giggling half of a date in the other room, I had the entire staff of three waiters and five chefs all to myself, and they were right there with me through every bite, sniff, pour. They even hurried out shot glasses when they learned that I like to finish off the sauce left on an empty plate of a particularly good dish. My palate had been shot earlier in the day because I was lapping up an unknown brand of sour ribbon candy in my apartment, scraping my tongue across the coarse sour chemical grains like a cow on a salt lick. This resulted in my not even being able to taste the birthday sushi I so craved during my time in India, where the idea of a decent sushi meal is as remote as the idea of a decent cheeseburger. As I ate alone in the high-end sushi bar, I suspected I had no more taste buds, but I didn't really know for sure until I bit into a double cheeseburger from McDonald's on my way home. The 20-plus course tasting menu hadn't filled my American gut. And the lack of familiarity in the taste of the uniform spread of ketchup, pickles, and onions on the burger, along with the six-piece chicken nugget, confirmed it. A shot palate. I shouldn't have gone out for sushi after all. Maybe two burgers and a nine-piece would have done the job. It was raining outside when I finally got to bed. A mosquito was keeping me up to the odd hours of the evening. The mosquitoes are spry here. Clever. They know when to run. They know when to come out. In any given southeast Asian tropical country, you can turn on the light, wait five seconds, and the deviant little pest will show itself in no time at all. Here, the light goes on, and they're gone. So I lay awake. 4 a.m. It is now my birthday. Twenty more hours of rain ahead of me. Fresh fight with the ex. And I have a deadline. An important deadline. A deadline that I have to meet. Because this time, I'm going to follow through. I'm going to achieve my goals. Not like the last time. Not like the time before that. This time, no matter what, I'm going to follow through. My goal is to achieve my goal. That is my goal. Check check. Okay. Jumba. Here we are. We did it.
1: <laughs> so is this going to go straight to your podcast too? Are you going to put this on your podcast too?
0: Uh, I am. Yeah, I, I probably will. Yeah, more than likely.
1: So you want me to? to so we will. So I should check, introduce check. it like it's a Yammering Lou show, and then you'll take the audio and do whatever you're going to do with it for your show. You can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Then I'll just start right off, and maybe I don't even need to edit it that much here. I'm going to have to. I mean, neither of us are going to want this, video, this this audio. So it's like, what's are the point gonna... of? I'll hang up really quick, and then when I'll next I'll call, call you right away, and then I'll start it just saying, "Hey, it's Yammering Lou, and then we'll just do our conversation and all that.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> Yellow. A unique way of starting a Yammering Lou episode with a call to. To Jordan, so this is a an episode. It's the it's the goals, goals vision episode where me and Jordan, and I of course I am Yammering Lou.
0: On the eighth day, God made Yammering Lou. This man exists. Nobody is really sure who he is, what he does nor how he's able to blow copious amounts of money at the craps table in the halls of Las Vegas, but here he is. What is known is that he lives at home in his 40s, obsesses over dating and podcasting, and is a self-proclaimed manic. Yet one would never be able to tell his ups and downs. Any hint of this mania comes out the moment you think you've got Lou pinned down. He rebels, but with such an expert nonchalance, His unpredictability is almost insulting. These days, with legal marijuana being produced with such lethal levels of THC, I always imagined Lou would be destined to something akin of a K-hole if he ever indulged. Nobody ever dreamed that he would embark on his adventures with THC with the fervor he displays today.
1: I don't think I remember being that nervous because I because I did it. The first time was edibles, and I and I did it with people that knew what they were doing, so I didn't have the typical experience of oh, eat some of it, don't feel anything, eat some more. And no, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that.
0: I had worked with Yammering Lou in the past on other podcasts. The episodes were disorganized, had no direction, would drown on and on as me and the other co-hosts would listen to Lou yammer away, like the title suggests and as much as we all fought his format and tried to get him to move forward on some kind of theme or structure his lack of structure his lack of format had a certain addictive quality to it it was undeniable
2: once dr azimuth gets your antidepressants high and we lower your lens pain, you'll feel much better then you want to go get two desserts and magpies again yeah, that be a lot much longer. and you're getting stronger I'm not getting stronger. There yeah, you are. I'm you just got to get out of the bed. I almost fell three times. That's only in your brain. Yeah,
1: Lloyd, falling is not in your brain. Well, that for the, before that, the year before he passed away, he was we were giving him edibles like every day, and he he liked it. First he was like, no, I don't want that. Then eventually he was like, Yeah, okay. And then he would yeah, he would like it. He would say, Have I hauled one all my medicine? That's what he would just call it.
2: And I'm doing better. I've never felt happier. I'm doing good.
1: Well, Louis, you don't have any stress.
2: That's good. Stress is bad. You can't take stress. I don't like stress. Yeah, I love these cats. I love you, too. I love mama. Got dates. I'm taking my, doing my CPA You going day. to
3: college was a joke, Louis. That was or
2: good, because if I didn't have my college degree, I couldn't be a CPA.
3: You're not going to get a CPA. I'm going to do it. I'm leveling with you. Yeah, but that's
2: because you're too negative. I don't listen to you because you're too negative. Then once I pass all my exams, I go to Vegas to celebrate with my buddy Gavin. Dude, that's
1: ridiculous. You you don't make shit. He's not a angry type person, so he would he would insult me, but in like a calm, and I, I and I appreciate that because I'm not I don't have a lot of tolerance for people like yelling at me. But I don't really, I think because mostly because of him, I just learned to just tune out any of that. So I just don't have a even if it's some legitimate. I'm, I'm so used to being able to defend like ego defense, even if somebody says something legitimately that I accept, my response will be like, yeah, okay, that's something I can work on.
2: I'm going on dates now, that's good. That's a, that's a positive improvement. I just look at, years late. I just look at it that I'm doing better. I don't try to compare myself with others.
3: Trouble is, what America does.
2: That's alright, I'm doing fine. I'm smart enough to compete with a lot of people. I'm a smart guy.
3: I don't know how smart you are. I don't have any common
2: sense. I'm pretty smart. You even said I'm too smart to not have a full-time job.
1: And sometimes he would say, is that your real voice? Because I, I, I started talking like that just, like, over half the time. <laughs> I think it's my way of just being like, because he's, a you know, he's like an old man. I'm not going to, like, rip on and be like, you fucking loser you that I got. So I'm nice. So I just, like, come back with my, like, like, he'll say, like, when are you going to go on a date? And I'll be like, Dr. Jarvis said I don't have to go on a date. He'd be like, oh, stop talking about Dr. Jarvis. I didn't know what we're talking about anymore. No, I'm not even that high. No, yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm all about the. That's something that's been very bad for me over my life that is not having, you know, concrete goals or or setting myself goals or holding myself accountable.
0: I attempted to put a band together in grade school called Drugs and Brandy. I tried to start a video production company just after high school. I attempted college, then started a high-end online film curation website around the early days of YouTube. I tried at an animated infographics company in my late 20s. I tried to master the salsa, yoga, piano, the guitar, music production, the shot put, the discus, the long jump, the 100 meter dash, the bow, the arrow, the knife, the gun. For a change of venue, I moved to Japan and passed an 11 hour test so that I could teach English to foreigners. And I got a 95%. I never taught one class. I tried my hand at Japanese kanji twice. I took a whack at radio production, copywriting, marketing, design. Before my last relationship, my average involvement with a woman was between 2 and 6 months. I visit countries for their food and get sick of it in a week. Every 10 days or so begins with some kind of internal commitment that is shot within hours of its beginning.
1: You know, I've been a huge slacker my whole life, so I haven't accomplished very much, so I had to learn to develop an ego that where that part doesn't matter so much so that that part is like already like socked away like protect this so people are like oh you fucking lose this i'm just like whatever like i know i'm like it doesn't you know that kind of stuff doesn't hit doesn't do anything to me
0: all the mojo for success that fills the soul to blinded faith falls away in one moment the mind of the beginner swirls and swirls with a delicious fantasy of achievement the guarantee of struggle pain and suffering are not the barriers at the birth of a goal but the fuel that drives this dedication to completion. But in the mind of the wayfarer, the struggle, pain, and suffering makes one completely forget the sweet nectar from before. What was once fuel is now sugar in the gas tank. The pistons cease. The engine rots. And to assure the avoidance of this eventuality according to this goal, I've teamed up with perhaps the only person in the world who is more lazy than me. Yammering Lou.
1: I don't even like to proclaim any goal because I'm so... I guess my right. whole life, I've never completed any goals. So uh, When I hear myself saying it, just sounds like I'm full of shit. Yeah. Like, so I, I'm more like I just got to do it. And then, you know, I'm even sick of telling people I'm going to do
0: something. Good. Okay. So you're going to release. When are you release? Let me just get this real clear for your audience here. When are you releasing? What days are you releasing?
1: Well, it's a lot of pressure. I'm, I'm going on dates, but, you know, I don't know if I can... I'll, i hopefully I'll release in a few months.
0: Ha <laughs> ha When are you releasing your podcast? Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. You are releasing. Yeah. If and you, recording. By the way, if you don't release on those days, you owe me a hundred bucks.
1: Uh, but what do we do? Like, do you plan? I mean, what is your idea of what's going to happen? Like, do you think there will be a week where you don't quite make your goal? And, but that's not good. Or do you expect to go clean through perfectly?
0: I want to go through it perfectly. And that's why I'm, I'm making a smaller kind of thing about it I still I don't even know if I <laughs> want to pursue this but I'm going to do it no matter what for three months that's my my commitment to you Lou you're gonna love cool. it man. you're gonna love it I hope hoping to get some love in this year yeah man I mean okay so your stretch goal my
1: stretch goal is to cuddle with cute women after I've had sex hopefully <laughs> Or just cuddling, like it's it's on my Tinder profile. I put down, down for no strings attached cuddling. I'm a, I'm the kind of guy that puts
0: that on my Tinder profile. That was funny. Do you think you're gonna meet this goal? Do you think you're gonna make it? You think you're gonna quit? No, I think I'm gonna make it. I mean, I
1: I'm not. I I wouldn't be surprised if I miss a time or two. Of, like I one of the one of the three days per. That wouldn't be surprising. But I I don't. I plan on definitely completing it for the three months.
0: I'm trying to be realistic about these three months here. And I think I know that there's going to be a wall that I come up against of extreme resistance. And I mean extreme. The commitment is no matter what. So I'm trying to think the commitment itself obviously is going to be a motivator, hopefully. But what do you think about that wall that you're going to come up against Maybe.
1: I'm not the most emotional person, but I'm still amazed at the differences I can have in my perspective from when I'm kind of down and when I'm like the opposite, like hypomanic. It's just like a night and day. Like I think, well, I can make a living doing this. I can go on dates. And when I'm in the other way, I'm just like, I don't know, what's the point of going on dates or nobody's going to care about the podcast? What's the it's like? It's like total different. And so I'm in like a pretty high mode right now. So I want to take advantage of it and, you know, build on it.
0: So you, you say you're on an upswing. But here's the whole point of the goal is to kind of hack ourselves into defeating this downswing in our lives, you know, where the juice runs out of its sweetness, you know, the, the pressing of the olive pits is not virgin anymore, but the dregs, you're going to muscle through this time. Is that
1: the idea? Well, uh, yeah. I don't even, like I said, I don't even think it's going to be any resist because I, I never did. I think that was a limiter too. Like I've always been trying to get people to do a podcast with me and then It doesn't happen, that gets frustrating. But now I enjoy doing them. It's not like it's like, oh, I gotta do this. So this is a really easy goal, because I enjoy. That doesn't mean I still couldn't miss a day or something, but because I don't know what it is about humans, but we all you all hear stories about people like, oh, they love playing the violin, and then for some reason they don't do it for like 20 years, and then they pick it up, and it's like they're really into it again. They're doing like crazy. It doesn't really make sense, but that's, it happens to people, right?
3: My advice. If you don't enjoy doing what you do, don't do it. So I, I think uh, the the organ is life in its own, and it's, it's a part of me, and and uh, it connects with the, the inside, the inner being. So I think if you're going to play an organ or play music, period, make sure it's honest and you have a passion for it. Otherwise, don't don't waste your time if you, you're out there trying to be rich or trying to do this or trying to do that that's something that you enjoy I was I was put here on earth to do that to play the organ to make people happy and that's the way I want them to understand that's the way music should
0: be I kind of noticed when we were talking about this in the beginning of our discussion on that one day planning this that you were quite a Quite excited, but when I started getting detailed and started getting more talking about solidity and, okay, we're going to agree on exact days and this, like this, then I felt you retreating from it. And yeah, I
1: was a little resistant. It was even looking like maybe we weren't even going to do it, but I was, I was resistant. For whatever reason, I'm just more like, oh, I'll do shows, whatever. You know. but, but then I, I realized it was a good, like, you were doing me a favor by doing, like, this is going to help me. And it's going to help you, so I figured, like, yeah, I should do it. And also, it's good, like, you actually cared, like, I did, that did factor in. Normally, I, that doesn't factor in, but I did, like, it did factor in that if I didn't do it, that you would be disappointed and I have to hear you. Like, And so that's good, though, that you actually, like, you cared enough, like, you wouldn't be a upset if I didn't do it. Oh. And that was, that helped, that helped motivate me. Be Maybe be like this, even when I'm not hypomanic, just to, because I'm so happy that I'm doing, you know, podcasts and pursuing it. Thank you. I just like it that every time I go do a podcast with somebody that's like, that's like my guaranteed friend for an hour. (laughs) Also, my my goal is to occasionally have you come on the show and and me talk about eating hot dogs with women, even though it's not going to happen. Because it's just, it's like a fun to talk about. Yeah, sure.
0: Give me something to talk about and I'll definitely come on. Hot dogs,
1: me eating hot dogs with women.
0: Eh, Yeah, Next idea.
1: Like it's like a fast food date. I take the date on like five
0: different fast food places. Now we, and now, we now we're like talking. Drive, and we drive around and talk with each other and But do the cheap. date and then we can talk. Do the date first, then we can talk. Jamba